action hello welcome back i'm actually recording this on a monday which is pretty odd for this podcast for the last couple weeks just making sure that i'm recording just giving it a giving it a glance over since last week we all know what happened last week right yeah sorry about the first five minutes of the podcast last week the audio wasn't the best uh i i do apologize i'm gonna i'm gonna fix the camera oh so bad and you call yourself a filmmaker is that is that better i don't know oh man i don't know is that better terrible just terrible i can't believe that i'm this terrible at it i couldn't have done this before what the hell is going on now the microphone stands all effed up Oh, shit. I think that's okay. Did I fix it? Holy shit. I don't know. I think I fixed it. It's hot as fuck. Fuck. I had to turn my fan off because it's extremely annoying. Man, it's hot as hell. I do not like it. I do not like the heat. I left Arizona because I hate the heat. And what is it today? 75 and scorching. <laughs> oh, man. I can't stand it. I love California, but this heat fucking sucks. So bad. So bad, so bad. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get this thing going, right? Am I right? Enough chitter chatting. Let's see. What have I done today? Nothing. Well, I saw a movie this morning. I uh, woke up and saw an early movie. Well, I mean, it was at 11, so it wasn't too early. But, you know, early day movie. Matinee, if you will. I saw a Skyscraper. And, what, two days ago? What did I see? The other night... On Saturday night, I saw Eighth Grade, and then yesterday I saw Blind Spotting. I saw I saw three movies this weekend, guys. I saw three movies. Haven't done that in a bit. And let me tell you, all three of those movies were pretty friggin' good. Um, I'll start with Eighth Grade because that's the one. That's the first one I saw of the week. I really had no intention of seeing it. It didn't really make my list. Um, it looked good when I saw the trailer, but it, it, it to me it seemed like a, a rental. I don't know. Um, it, or, you know, it, it, it wasn't one that I was extremely excited for. And when I went on my MoviePass app, I clicked on it, and I clicked information, and I... And it said that Bo Burnham was writ wrote and directed, wrote and directed the movie, and I was very surprised. I had no idea, and I had seen the trailer a few times, and I guess I just didn't realize that he wrote and directed it. And so that's actually the the deciding factor that made me go see the movie um, was Bo Burnham. I, I one of my friends Omar, he introduced me to Bo Burnham. Like three or so years ago, check out his podcast. He um, is doing a podcast about SpongeBob. Him, him, and uh, a friend of his, 
are watching all the SpongeBob episodes and reviewing them and talking about how they shaped their childhood and how uh, it has shaped their adult life as well. It's called Is Mayonnaise a Podcast? So check that out and tell them I sent you. You can check it out on iTunes. I don't know if that where else they have it, but I've listened to it on iTunes. So give it a listen and uh, yeah, check out their Instagram page. I'll link it. I'll link everything below if you're watching on the video podcast and wherever you find this, I will put links if there's clickable links. But anyway, um, eighth grade was really was really good. It Bob Bo Burnham is has such a unique comedy style. And I think he really nailed the tone of being an eighth grader and the awkwardness that comes from finding yourself and at that time because in middle school it's all about how it's really where you it's it's like an in-between place uh, you know elementary school you're like carefree and you know you're friends with everyone and nothing really matters because you're still a kid and high school you already have your friends and you already kind of know what you want to do and for college you know most of this time most kids i don't know what the exact numbers are but by the time you get to high school you already kind of know who you are you already you already have all your friends you already know what you're what you want your life to shape out and in middle school you you have no idea it's that limbo where you're going through puberty and and you're trying to stand out but not stand out and you're trying to make friends and you don't really know who you're who you are and you don't want people to judge you because everyone's judging you and it's it's a it's a breeding ground of fear i is, is middle school and bo burnham nailed the tone he nailed everything about this movie and it was it was in the perspective of of a young girl and even though it was in the perspective of this young girl i I connected and I, I I really resonated with the movie because she was this awkward teen trying to figure out who she was. She was making YouTube videos. She was just trying to be herself but being judged and blah 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 so I don't give it away. But I, I that this that character that was that was me in guy form. I I made YouTube videos talking to the camera i made dumb shorts with my friends but you know we put them on youtube and i i try to be friends with everybody but i was still so reserved because i i hated being judged i didn't want people to to think differently of me or whatever i was i was a chubby kid i still am i'm not a kid but i'm still i'm a fat kid at heart but you know whatever i i don't care as much anymore because all that is superficial um, it's not about the outside. The outside is just the image. The inside is what matters. And so the whole movie is you're just reflecting like, oh, fuck, I remember what it was like in that situation. Or, or you know, you the whole time you're just like, oh, yeah, that's I definitely remember that. I, I'm all these things are, are exactly as I remembered. And a lot of the times, you're, it's very cringeworthy, because, but only because it's so on point. And he he just nailed it. I mean, and also the the pop culture modern references were so funny, so funny. But it was a really good movie, had a great message, um, and overall, I. I loved it. I loved it. And uh, I'm really glad I saw it. Yeah. Um, 
just trying to think of what I was going to talk about. Because it has a good point of um, good topic of today, being yourself. But I'm going to come back to that in a second. Because I do want to talk about that. And then, um, so I said that, saw that on Saturday night. And then yesterday, my apartment was being shown at like 10 a.m. Because I'm moving out. I don't know. You can't see. There's movie posters on my screen. But there's boxes right here. There's boxes over there. More boxes. Boxes behind the TV. I'm starting to pack up my kitchen. It's getting crazy. I only have like like eight days left. Maybe a little less. Um, so yeah, the, the landlord was showing the apartment and... So, uh, I got up early and I went to see an early movie. I saw Blind Spotting. Uh, I had l- literally just seen the trailer for it a few d- days ago. I must have been in the movie. I must have been, you know, I, s- I watched, I think I was watching 8th grade when I saw the trailer. Uh, and I was like, oh, that looks good. And I, and I wasn't sure, like, if I would see it in the theaters. I just thought it was interest. it looked like an interesting movie. And then I was saw that it was playing. I thought it was coming out in a month or a few months or so. And I saw it was playing. And so I went and saw it. And it was amazing. It took me by surprise. I thought it was going to be like one of those, you know, those cliche gangster movies where, like, there's just a group of guys and they try to sling drugs. You know, I, I didn't really know much about it. So that shows my ignorance towards that. But... It was such a great story. The the another great moral of the story is, is like that you're you're not what it, the image that you see is not always what you what it appears to be. Hence, blind spotting. Um, they refer to that in the movie. Um. Yeah, and it was there was so much to it, so many layers to it. So. Uh, racial layers and cultural layers and it was it it touched on a lot of things and i think a lot of people need to see this movie it was it was phenomenal everything about it the cinematography was great they did some there was this one scene that i just loved it was a courtroom scene and it was just done so amazing i i just fell in love with that scene I, I I was captivated by it. It was like they were the one of the guys was rap. They were like talking, and then it turned into a rap. And then it, there was just so much going on with all the colors and emotions. It 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 blew me away. It just it was that was awesome. I'd like to attempt something like that style and and just that scene just to to do that. It was really really awesome. Um, and then today I saw a skyscraper, which is just like a throw. I don't get me wrong. It was, it was good, but it's, it's like one of those throwaway movies. It's that, that blockbuster movie that, you know, that it's a summer movie. It's got explosions. It's got the rock. It's got fighting and guns, you know, it's what, I mean, what do you want from it? You know? It's not going to win any awards, but it was fun. Yeah. I I wanted to see it because, I don't know. I probably should have seen something different, but hey, it, that's why I got Movie Pass because it cuts the cost, you know, by seeing it, it, it makes the movie like cheap. So to me, at least, um, Apparently didn't too, do too well in the box office, but I don't know. I, I mean, I could see why it wasn't like, uh, let's all go out and see Skyscraper, but it wasn't terrible. It was it was fun. It was entertaining. I wasn't bored, but it wasn't the best. So, yeah, um, I'll probably go see some more movies this week. I have my list. I'm I'm. 
I'm uh, crossing off the list. I got I got five more that I, or let's see, two, four, six more that I really want to see this month uh, before they leave theaters. Um, so we'll see. I'm really excited for Don't Worry. He won't get far on foot. That's that new Joaquin Phoenix movie, and I think. Uh, um, Jonah Hill's in it. I really want to see that. Sorry to bother you. Uh, Mission Impossible comes out this week. And uh, I want to see Leave No Trace. And there's a documentary called McQueen about Steve McQueen. Um, I don't really know much about him. Uh, it's That to me also is like one of those movies where it's like I if I don't see it, it's not going to like kill me. But it did look interesting. So I thought, why not? Why not go see it? And then Sicario 2, I I heard it wasn't that good, so it's at the bottom of the list, um, and also it's not really playing anywhere uh, in, in too many theaters, and some of the theaters that it's playing are too far, so I don't I don't I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. It might be uh, a rental, which you know it's okay. I can't see everything in theaters. Uh, and next month, oh my. God, there's going to be some great movies. Black Klansman, so excited. I love Spike Lee. Love Spike Lee. And Christopher Robin, I'm going to cry so goddamn hard. So, yeah, it's going to be some good ones. There have been some good ones, and I love movies. I love me some movies. Anyway... So, yeah, 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 movies, movies, movies. Getting back to um, eighth grade, I want to talk about, you know, being you and not having fear and stuff like that. You know, like the, like I was saying about, about being in middle school is... That everyone is afraid of everything in in that time. And what I mean by that is kids are afraid of, ultimately they're afraid of judgment. They don't want to be judged by everybody. There's, depending on the size of your school or, you know, where you grew up, there's thousands of kids around you. At, at least, especially where I went, there was, my middle school, there was like 800 kids and I know at least I was most of the time I was afraid of being judged. I, I wasn't, I was, I was, you know, I was a fat kid. Well, not like overweight, but I was chubby kid and, um, I had long hair to my shoulders. I was, had freckles. I really wasn't athletic. I did sports, but I was afraid of judgment and, and, the way I dressed, I thought people would make fun of me. Um, although no one really made fun of me growing up, I I have to say, uh, only my friends made fun of me, which is that's the point of friends is for them to rag on you. But other than that, I had no like I was never bullied, and I never was the bully. So, so like I I really lucked out there with that, and it's. It, you know, I definitely was around kids that were bullied and people that I, I did see that going on. Um, but I th- all of that, all of bullying and, and judgment and fear of judgment comes from fear. And people not wanting to be judged or people think trying thinking that others are thinking differently about them. So they have to hide behind certain things. They have to hide behind... Um, their fancy clothes or uh, they have to hide behind this wall of aggression so they pick on other kids because they feel like it if I have this stature of of I don't even know I think sometimes I think they feel like it's it's confidence that they're like oh I think this of you and other people will see that if other people see that, then I will be perceived as this. But that's not the case. And 
it always just causes more problems. In eighth grade, in the movie, they they Bo really nails that tone. It's all about this girl trying to fit in. She doesn't have friends. She's a shy, quiet, reserved, and she does she does basically does videos like this and trying to help the people she's giving advice and she uh, you know she doesn't really take her own advice she tries to because again she's she's afraid of being judged and i mean listen we're all human right we all have a fear of judgment we don't want so and so to think certainly of us and you know some people even go as far as to say i don't want that stranger walking by me to think this way of me even though i will never ever ever see them again we all have this fear that that people are constantly judging us and maybe they are maybe maybe people are judging you but why do you care 80 percent of the people you'll never see again maybe even more maybe 90 95 percent there's so many people in this world what what do you care maybe if you're even if you're famous what do you care that's why you're famous because people see you a certain way and they put you on this pedestal now you're famous i don't know <laughs> i'm just talking i don't know this is this is what i feel this is how i'm how how i'm thinking wow someone just drove all the way down the street oh still doing it still holding their horn so lovely so lovely to hold the horn down huh tanks tanks guys um yeah it's just a lot of things we do as as humans comes from the f from fear and lack of confidence trust me there's so many things i do because I'm afraid. And the one thing I'm afraid of is the word no. And in my business, my line the line of work I'm trying to get into, which we all know is directing, that I can't be like that. I can't be afraid of the word no. I have to go after the shit. I have to because my parents say this all the time, and it's so true. If you never ask, then it's an automatic no. Because let's say, you know, I'm trying to get a job. Let's just say that I'm trying to get a job. And I have the number, I have the contact, whatever. I'm, and, I call, and if I sit there and stare at it, and I'm just afraid to call because I don't want them to say no, then it's already a no. But you'll never know until you, until I actually pick up the phone and make that call. Because who knows? It could be a yes. And even if it's a no, at least I know for sure. But I'm still working on that. Um, it's it's everything's fear driven, and it can't be. It's got to be the opposite. It's got to be positivity, confidence. We got to be courageous. We we have to we have to change ourselves otherwise we'll never fucking get anywhere i started following gary v recently last couple months and he talks about this too i'll link his um instagram because he he you know with this podcast i'd like to get there to that that level he does it amazingly he he can inspire he can inspire anybody literally and he just says it he just says it right but it his message and and actually even before i found him i this is my my thought process was you have to change yourself it all stems from within and if we can't if we can't change our mindsets to if you can't align your mindset with your path, then you're never going to get anywhere. 
because your path might go that way, but your mindset's going this way. And those two things can't happen. You can't, you can't block off one. You can't have your, your thought process be blocked off and say, say this will happen. This will happen. This will happen. And then your path going that way and putting absolutely no work or, or drive into it because you're just waiting and waiting and because you think by waiting and waiting it'll just drop into your lap it doesn't work like that so your actions and your mindset need to be lined up and it's hard it's really hard but it's like working out it's like having a good diet you have to do it consistently Meditate, journal, talk to people, figure it out. But the, but the main thing is don't give a fuck what people think. That's it. Because as soon as you start getting your head and wondering what so-and-so might think of you, what my parents might think, or what your parents might think of you, what your best friend might think of you, what that girl you were thinking about asking out was thinking of you. That's when all these blockages ha occur. Because you're so caught up in your mind that you're not you're you're actually being counterintuitive. You're counterproductive. And we all we all go through it. But I've learned over over the course of time, as time has gone on, since I've been awakened to, you know, the art of allowing, the the art of accepting, the art of being open-minded, uh, whatever, you know, I'm not, granted, I'm not fully awake, I, I, I'm still working on it, I still my my level of consciousness is is not nearly as where it sh I want it to be um, I'm working on it we all are everyone's working on it. everyone's conscious and awake to a level where they see fit at the time some people aren't ready some people are already as high as they can get but we all are conscious to a degree and whether you know it or not you are and the the it's just how you can tap into it and how you can tune your dial to receive those frequencies on how you can just Find that right frequency to allow yourself to push away fear and be yourself. And maybe maybe you need a, a new friend group. Maybe you need a new best friend. Maybe maybe you're, you're, it's your parents that are keeping your, you down. Maybe it's your siblings. Maybe it's your professor. You know, or, or something. And so whatever that is you feel is holding you back, cut that tie. Do it. No matter how much you love that person, cut it. And if it's your family member, just take a period of time and kind of walk away. I did it for over a year. I thought my parents were... They were... So I was dating someone at the time and I and they were they didn't really like her and it bothered me a lot and so it caused a lot of friction between me and my girlfriend me and my family and me and my friends and so I kind of separated from everything for a bit and it's what I needed at the time I was relying on my parents for literally everything I'd never been on my own and so I used that time to find myself find who my real friends were find find out everything that I needed and it was exactly what I needed and sometimes we need to cut ties I had a best friend for 11 years 
no longer friends because of a certain situation. And as time has gone on, I have realized that there were so many amazing aspects of that friendship that I take with me. And there are so many negatives that I have left. And when I finally came back, you know, in touch with my family, everything was better. Because we all had this understanding of that I needed a space to grow. You know, if you, if you keep a tiny fish in a tiny pond, it's going to stay tiny. But if you put it in a bigger pond, it's going to grow. So, anyhow, out of the... This has been a deep one, <laughs> but we all need to focus on on self-confidence, ultimately. Hanging out with Justin has changed my life to the nth degree. I do the wackiest shit now. The, I mean, it's always been inside. It's always been inside. I remember the wackiest thing I did in high school was I have this awesome uh, leopard jacket. It, the The outside is purple or like a navy and the inside has um, leopard, like a fuzzy leopard print that goes in the hood all the way around the back. Um, and I love that jacket. I got it, I don't even know, how, like 10 years ago. It's the best jacket. And I wore it to school one day. And I had this friend, another Justin, coincidentally, um, and he was, he was one of my friends and he was like, he was a troublemaker. Let's, let's call him that. But I just wanted to do something funny. I was a senior in high school or junior. I must've been, I don't know. I don't remember. Everything's a blur. And so I decided I was in computer class and I decided to. Hold on, let me back up. So I was in computer class, and during that class, the freshman lunch got out. So like halfway through that class is when freshmen would return from lunch. Uh, and so I decided when the freshman came back from lunch, I'm going to go outside, flip this jacket inside out, and crawl around and act like a leopard. <laughs> and so it's on my it's on my personal YouTube channel somewhere. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's I used to vlog in high school. Uh... So if you want to go see that, you can find it somewhere. I, I honestly have no idea. And so I did that. And I crawled around growling and, and uh, my friend Justin videotaped it. And I would like claw at kids' knees and legs. And I leaped up onto uh, a, uh, a stone bench that was inside. And I would just like purr and, and like growl and... I don't know. I was just, that was like, but that was the first instance where I didn't give a fuck. And it felt good. When you don't care about the thing that you're doing, you feel so good. And as soon as I did that, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, that's how I want to feel all the time. But then you, you know, time goes on. Uh, you make some more friends. You have a girlfriend and they don't really care for those things. So you kind of become more reserved and what have you. And so then you start thinking like, why am I not doing, why do I feel this way? Why am I not doing those things anymore? And it's because that fear has come back. And so now that I'm here in LA hanging out with Justin, I don't feel that fear. I mean, to a degree, sometimes I, when there's pretty ladies around. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't care. Like a lot of my friends, even the my friends that are girls, that they're crazy too. So I can just be myself. I can act a fool how I want to because they do it too. But that's 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 my point. Is that you got to find the friends that that do that and and love you for that. Because honestly, that's my personality. I'm just really reserved at times. So just do what feels right to you being wacky and funny it feels right to me even though i'm reserved and so as long as my friends are accepting of that then i don't care what other people do because 
at the end of the day, I still got to go hang out with my friends, right? So if they're going to do the same thing with me, then I'm comfortable because it's just me and my friend. Because you can shut everything else off. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about stand-up the other day. Stand-up seems really hard because it's just you. You're just up there alone. I don't know if I could do it. I'd like to try it, but I don't know. Man. Um, yeah, so be yourself. Fight the fear. Just do what feels right. Go with your gut. And um, things aren't always what they appear to be. So let's move into that. Let's move into blind spotting. Because I thought that movie had an amazing message too. And it dealt with race. Like I said. Um, the main character was a black guy. With dreads. Who was in jail. Um, and he gets out. He's on probation. And you know people are seeing him. For, what, for face value. As a black guy with dreads. So they always assume that. He's the, the guy that you should be. Uh, worried about when his friend is a white guy with tattoos and a grill and he's the one that causes all the trouble but no one sees that because they think he's the white guy and then this is the black guy with dreads and that's what the movie is about is is not taking things for face value because you don't know what's behind that like you know like this is a tv right but on the other side could be nothing or i could have uh, a bag of gold. I don't know. That's terrible. T fucking terrible example. I don't know. Well, okay. Here's a better one. For me, me example. You could see me as how I'm being right now. But when I turn off the camera. I could. You know. Be the meanest person ever. I could yell at everybody I see on the street and just say fuck you to everyone I see no matter if I know them or not these are all bad examples I don't I don't know <laughs> but I don't know the movie ah, so good the movie was so good but the way the way the movie described the blind spotting like because they they used it for they used the word blind spotting for a specific thing and they were referring to, I forget the exact name, but it was the image where you either see two faces or a vase. And you, you only see one at, 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 your brain can only recognize one at one time. But then as soon as you recognize the other, you forget about the first. So you can only see the vase and not the faces, or you can only see the faces and not the vase. But once your brain recognizes one, you can then see the other. But you just can't see them at the same time. So that's that's kind of like where everything is tied in. So like you see. So the main character is this black guy with dreads, right? But he's like one of the greatest guys. He's super nice. He, he's caring about his community, his friends, his family. But you don't see that. You only see the the stereotype or the stigmatism no the stigma that that's that goes in, that's a that's a thing in your eyes um right fuck i don't know stigmatism is definitely in your eyes but isn't there another word i need like a fact checker in the corner um but it, no one ever saw. No one ever in the movie ever sees the main character's good side. He has to constantly prove that he's not what he's not. This thug, and it's only he's only seen as a thug because of who his friends are. And he finally comes to realize that by associating himself with certain people, that he, then he is perceived as such so this goes back to like my talk 
two weeks ago when I was saying talking about judgment, and you can't, we can't, we can't judge. And this movie is it does so much. I, I think everyone needs to see this, and I can't stop saying that because I I, I believe it. It it deals with race, it deals with cop violence, it, it and uh, uh, violence with police uh, on black people and and um, culture. It, it deals with uh, cultural appropriation, people coming into other people's culture and thinking that they can just take it for their own because they'll think it's cool or people that grow up in a certain culture and that are a different race and they are then slammed for it because they're not the race that is normally associated with that culture, but really they've grown up in that, within that space where that's all they know. And it just and it it, it deals with uh, post prison life. I mean, it, it has so many layers, and it it was a, just like an outstanding movie. But it really like the message is just you have to look beyond. You have to look beyond the thing that's in front of you. And it's cliche, and I said it a lot the other time when I talked about it, is you can't judge a book by its cover, and it's very true. Because, like, this character in in the movie, he's he's a nice guy. He was some, He's someone that I would... The character is someone I would want to hang out with. Because he's caring, and he's nice. But he went to jail because of a fight he was in. And so, it's... He brings up a point where he's he talks he's talking to someone and it's like, do you when you see me first do you see the fight or do you see who I really am? And so that's a lot of problem. That's the that's a big problem with people is that they only see the the negative versus the positive and it's like the same thing as is you know a a restaurant or a movie could get thousands of positive comments. Or even a product, you know, it could get hundreds or thousands of of positive feedback, but you get one or two people that say something negative, then you start debating it, It, you know, so you have to push past that. Or even if something looks off, because it could be amazing and just because like, you know, you could, you could pull up to, um. I don't know, a restaurant or whatever and the in the the entrance way could look just grimy or not inviting, but once you push past that, it could be beautiful inside. Like there's plenty of homes and apartments where the outside looks crusty and broken, but the insides are immaculate. And you would never know unless you opened the door and went in. It's the same thing with a person. You know, just because someone is dressed a certain way someone looks a certain way you know they smell funny they their hair is different it's different color they have piercings and tattoos on their faces it doesn't mean that they're any different than you or i and you would never know that unless you pushed past that and talked to them on your on on the level that they deserve and it's equal. I mean, how many times do we walk past a homeless person and and don't give them the time of day or or think like uh you know, just think things about them? How many people do that all the time, all day? But we don't know their stories. They could uh they could be anyone. They could have been millionaires who made a wrong bet. You know, they they invested their money wrong and now they're homeless. Or, you know, they they had to help a sick person in their family and because they needed all that attention, they couldn't go to work. They lost their job. Now they're homeless. Some, you know, we don't know. We don't know anyone's situation. We only know what's out in front of our eyes. We only know what we see. And so we can't always take things for face value. Something, sure. But 90% of the time, you can't. 
even artwork you can't take for face value because there's always a deeper meaning and everyone always every anyone can put a uh, their own meaning into anything like that Jackson Pollock right there it could have a certain meaning for me then it does someone else you could stand two people in front of that painting and it could mean something completely different to both people you could stand 50 people in front of a painting and it'll mean something different to everybody it'll bring up a different emotion it'll it'll trigger something different they all see something different and that's because people are individuals we all perceive things differently even though some things may be cut and dry it's just how your brain is wired we can, I mean, and there's certain things that you can fix. You can definitely fix, you know, judgment and, and people not seeing things for face value. I mean, these are all things that can be worked on and, and get, and, and, and change. It's just a mindset. It's just the flip of a switch. I mean, you just got to turn the dial, but you got to turn it every day. Just click click until it hits that point it's it's like f working out like i said if you keep lifting if you do keep if you do a bicep curl every day your biceps are gonna get bigger but if you do one a month you're not gonna do anything it's the same thing it's changing trying to change your mindset it's really that simple plain and simple <laughs> as chris D'Elia says it's plain and a simp <laughs> so yeah I mean we're all working on it right I mean maybe not right now with, with who our president is there's a lot of there's a huge negative divide in, in, in this country and we're all working on it I know that's what I'm trying to do here I'm trying to help people open up open up to the world open up to receiving open up to changing their mindsets that's ultimately what i want i want people to especially the younger generation because they're so it's so easy to get roped into bullshit because you have you have one friend who thinks this way and you have another friend that thinks this way and then one of your one of your friends thinks the same way as that other friend so you're like uh i think i'm gonna go to that side because my two friends are here so see ya and that's how it, it's peer pressure. A lot of people are peer pressured or just pressured in general to do things. And we have to, we have to stop that cycle. And that's one thing I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. I, I would like to change. I would like to help younger kids f fix that. Get past the fears Get past the judgment, you know, and even self-judgment. We can't judge ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to love ourselves wholeheartedly. We have to unconditionally love ourselves and unconditionally love every single person on this planet. No matter what. People do not receive enough love. But you got to love yourself first. And then you can love everyone else. I love everyone. I love you. And I have to thank you for watching. But I think I'm going to end it here. Got to get ready to go to the gym. You know, work out. <laughs> um, this has been a fun one. This was this was definitely a good one. Um, didn't expect it to go this way. Uh, these aren't very, they haven't been very structured. I, all I knew is I wanted to talk about the movies. I didn't know it would go into this. I definitely knew about the eighth grade because I wanted to talk about that one. But I, I, I like this. I like this. Um, I'm working on some guests, like I said, um, like I said last time. And I fixed I fixed the video, guys. If you noticed from last week, I fixed the video. Uh, the quality wasn't that great, so I got to fix that. But um, I definitely fixed. It's not choppy anymore, so that's good. And uh, I'm not posting to SoundCloud anymore. 
because they want me to pay 16 bucks a month to keep posting. So uh, I'm not going to do that. Don't really feel like doing that. So you can find me on Anchor, on uh, Chatterbox, on iTunes, on Google Play, on... Um, Oh, I don't know. All the places. You can find me anywhere. I'm trying to... I'm trying to, Oh, on Stitcher, you know? You can find me anywhere. Uh, please share with your friends and family. Share with... Share this... You know what? Oh, you know what I want you to do? If you thought this was helpful to you, share it with someone that you think needs to hear it. That's all I ask. Share it with share my podcast with someone you think needs to hear them. And if there's a topic you want to talk about because you're not sure how you feel or how to get around it, let me know. I will definitely do that. You can reach me on Twitter, on on Instagram, on my email, written and directed pod, written and directed by pod at gmail.com. My Twitter is Harrison C. Berger. Uh, Instagram is Harrison Berger. All the links are below if you can if they're clickable links you can click on those and and get them subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the itunes podcast and like and like and comment and review and share and i truly love you guys i will see you next week thank you so much for listening i i truly 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 appreciate it and um yeah. And uh, as Kayla said, I believe that's her name in the movie. Gucci. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. And always remember to love yourselves. See ya. Cut. <laughs>